Another podcast, people. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you, thank you. few minutes late today, not much. I, I actually somewhat did that on purpose. I mean, I was like ready by my normal three. I got this uh, noise going on in my basement, and I was, ooh, it sounds like it actually might be stopping right now. I wanted to wait a few minutes to see if it would go away, uh, you know, so it wouldn't be distracting. And then uh, after a couple minutes, I was like, all right, we just, we got to start this thing. But now it actually seems to be quieting down right as I start, so we might actually uh, be pretty good. Alright, so to uh, start this off, some quick plugs. I hope actually YouTube too, I kind of started that off relatively uh, quickly. Hope everyone was able, in the beginning of YouTube, to get the beginning of the song. Man, uh, this whole thing, I got something going on in my house right now. So, uh, I didn't even know if I'd be able to do the show today. So, I'm just like all thrown off right now. So, hopefully, YouTube, you're set next week. I If if you didn't get the very few first few seconds, all I said was, you know, another podcast, let's do this. Um, okay. Anyway, let's do some plugs. <laughs> so, if you're listening to the Frankie D show right now on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to it. Give me the thumbs up, ding the bell, do whatever you got to do on there. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, any of those uh, audio-only platforms, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Sound good, people? Cool. All right. Like I was saying, uh, I, mean, I just want to say this now. I'll probably say it again at the end of the show. I just said it like five seconds ago. I don't know, you know, if I'll be able to do this every single week for the next, I don't know, five to seven weeks. Original, you know, as of last week, I might have said six to eight if I even said that. But uh, I got some stuff going on. I didn't even think I'd be able to do it today, and I got lucky. I'm able to go on today. I just want to give everyone that fair warning if they're waiting for the episode. You know, and then if 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 it's possible, if I could go on late, I'll go on late. So, make sure you are scheduled. And in terms of the uh make sure you are subscribed to me. Uh in terms of the audio only platforms, if you're listening on there, if I do a show, it would definitely be before the Tuesday when I release those. So you guys will know either way. You guys will be good if I'm an hour or so late or a day late. And if I don't go on at all, that just means there won't be an episode on that Tuesday. I am going to try to do this, though. I don't like missing shows. I have fun doing these. And, Yeah. But if I can't, I can't. So, all right. I just wanted to give you fair warning. I'll probably reiterate a little bit of that at the end of the show. 
All right, so let's get into it. I don't know if anyone saw Vince McMahon. I, I'm not going to go into a big uh, wrestling talk right now, but is I've talked about Pat McAfee before on the show, so I wanted to uh, bring this up real quick. I don't know if this is true or not. I can't say for sure. But I've, you know, I've talked about Pat McAfee, how he got like that $100 million deal with, uh, I think, I believe that was FanDuel Sports, if I remember. And I'm pretty sure, you know, that was on top of other money. Like, he, he works for WWE, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about for in terms of radio and podcasting. Like, he works for SiriusXM. Therefore, I'm sure they're paying him money. Then he's got the YouTube and podcasting. I don't know how that all works with Sirius, but I'm sure they were already paying him good money. I'm sure he was already making very good money, whether it was in the millions or hundreds of thousands. Like I, it, And I'm thinking it had to at least be in the hundreds of thousands before the deal with FanDuel. So, you know, he was he's making $100 million a year from what I remember, just from FanDuel, but then he's got other stuff on top of that. He, you know... Has, uh, you know, money coming in from Sirius. He's got money coming in from WWE. So since I talked about him in the past, this isn't, you know, a big uh, topic. Don't have too much information on it. Honestly, I don't think anyone really has too much information on it. But he had uh, Vince McMahon on his radio show yesterday. I actually thought it was kind of interesting. Because Vince McMahon doesn't do a lot of interviews. I find him to be a very fascinating person. So I want to listen to it. It was live on YouTube, live on SiriusXM. I'm sure it. there's a podcast version of it now on all the podcast platforms. But uh, there is something about the content being live that makes it more exciting. And Vince is on the show and he asks Pat McAfee if he wants to have a match at WrestleMania. So there's been chatter before he went on the show, before Vince went on Pat McAfee's show, of people saying that it's going to be Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Does If that happens, does, does anyone would anyone buy that match? Seriously, Pat McAfee, young, very in-shape dude, and then we've got what, a 76 elderly man. Like... I, you know, I, I don't know. Interesting, uh, interesting match they have there. I just, you know, like I said, I'm not really going to talk about it. I just want to bring it up because I just kind of like starting the show with a random thing that I don't have much information on. And I've brought up uh, Pat McAfee before on the show, so I just thought he w- it was worth bringing up. But, yeah, if anyone hasn't heard... Pat McAfee, dude that used to be a professional football player in the NFL. I I don't, you know, really watch football, but I believe he was a punter for the Colts, if I, if I remember correctly. Um So yeah, I I you know, I he would, in real life in current day Pat McAfee would beat the shit out of Vince McMahon. Yeah, like, Vince is not looking too good these days. I heard that was a reason why he doesn't go on TV as much anymore, Vince McMahon, because he wants to be remembered as the uh, big, strong man he once was that probably took a lot of steroids. Yeah, that guy got fucking huge. 
So if that intrigues anyone, there's a possibility that might be happening. He offered him the match. He accepted the match, but we don't know who the opponent is. And rumors were before the show that it would uh, be Vince McMahon. If that is the case, I wish they would have just said it. Pat McAfee, he's got himself an interesting setup there. You know, he started on Barstool Sports, like, you know, after football, uh, doing a podcast. Now, a lot of potential, obviously, whether he was good at broadcasting or not. I, you know, from that interview, I don't know. You know, if I really think someone's a terrible, terrible broadcaster, I'll trash the shit out of them. Just, you know, I, you know, just give him my opinion. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too impressed with the, uh, the interview. I mean, the, the parts of the interview I really liked were from Vince. I thought Pat McAfee was trying to be funny at parts, and it honestly just seemed awkward. Like, I know Vince wasn't laughing. I wasn't laughing. Like, I don't think many people were laughing. It just, it's like, do you, you don't got to try to be funny. Like, that one, the only reason why you'd have to try to be funny is if you thought Vince was being boring, but Vince wasn't being boring, so just keep adding on to the conversation. But, um, you know, he starts at Barstool Sports. So a lot of potential, like I said, even if he wasn't a good broadcaster. And I, you know, from what I saw, I don't think he was a great one, but he does have that $100 million deal. He's got a lot of fans, so... There, there is a uh, respect there. Also, I'm not a sports guy, and his show's heavily, you know, it's a it's a sports show. So, you know, I wouldn't be into it really in general. But anyway, he was a name in some sort of way. He, you know, he was already a professional football player, and as I've seen with podcasts, majority of the time, unless it's a niche podcast, the nobodies, you you know. Don't really get huge. So Pat McAfee was already a somebody. Even if he wasn't as big as other, you know, sports uh, players, he was already uh, a name. And I don't know how, maybe he was already big. Again, I don't watch football. So maybe he was huge in the NFL. Like the names I think of when I think of the NFL for someone that doesn't watch it is like Tom Brady. Like, you know, everyone knows Tom Brady. But... Uh, Pat McAfee, you know, yeah, I thought honestly, now looking back, I didn't even know he was on Barstool at the time, but like now thinking about it, like I feel that should have been a huge show there. I mean, he was doing the show from his own studio. It, you know, it, podcasts were like blowing up. Barstool was blowing up with their podcast. So you really think his should have been huge. I'm not sure if he ever made the top 200 back then. Now he always makes the top 200 on, you know, on Apple. Then he goes to uh, uh, terrestrial radio. I, and that's, in my opinion, I guess we'd have to know from him. That's when he started blowing up. Because when he went there, I don't know why there was a huge difference. Because he was still on YouTube. Uh, with the Barstool podcast. Then he was on... Uh, he, but now he was live streaming once he went to FM radio. I guess you're AM radio. I don't even know what he was on. He was with uh, Westwood One. So he was syndicated. Live streaming on YouTube. The show was also going out as a podcast. So there's many different avenues there. The only thing I could think of is really, you know, 
the show got formatted a little more. Podcasts, you know, you start talking and you just kind of keep talking. No real format. He, you know, probably a commercials in there. Came up with segments. So he's like, all right, we're going to talk about these segments. You know, and then we'll have to cut to commercial break. I think from what I understand, too, for the YouTube stream, he kept talking uh, even during commercials because they couldn't hear him on the terrestrial radio. Then after that, he goes to uh, Sirius XM. I don't know why I feel like I need to tell you guys his history because it's not like I, I know a ton of his history. It's not like I'm a huge fan of his, but anyway, we'll keep going with it. Um, he goes to Sirius XM after the after terrestrial radio is done. And he keeps doing the show on radio, keeps doing it YouTube, keeps doing podcasts, so gets bigger. And then I found the interview uh, also interesting yesterday because even after his radio show was done, the live stream on the the live stream on YouTube kept going. And that, you know, that I think is cool. Because I, I think it's always, you know, good to end an interview. A good to end uh, a radio show with an interview. You know, you do your show, you end it with an interview. Unless your guests really can only make it, like, in the middle. They do some promotion. Make it in the middle. But, you know, yeah, especially, like, Vince McMahon. He saved that for last. And Vince was a little late, you know, live radio. But at least, like, I don't know. I thought it was cool because then the people that were listening to it on the radio... It's like, oh, you know, they're still going, they're still going, crap. You know, at least now, bam, another avenue where we could keep listening. Then it's on the podcast version. So, anyway, I don't know why I felt the need to go into such a spiel about uh, Pat McAfee there. (laughs) But I just thought uh, the whole thing with him possibly having a match with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania is interesting. Because let's be for real, in real life, we know Pat McAfee would beat the shit out of uh, Vince McMahon. All right. My spiel uh, with that is now completely over. Let's go on to uh, some of my actual topics here. First thing I'm going to start off with, I'm sure most of you have probably heard this by now. I don't know, maybe not. I feel I feel it's been going around. I've talked to a lot of other people that have been heard that have heard this. Has anyone seen that story about that man like wiping his shit on that woman's face in New York City? They were by the subway. I've talked about the subway before, you know, New York. Like, what the hell is going on there? Why is there a person walking around with shit in his hands? And then, you know, and then wiping it in a woman's face. You got fucking problems if you're doing that. I don't know. He said, I was watching a piece of the video of him. And he's sticking his tongue out. I think that's when he comes out of court. He's sticking his tongue out. So he clearly has no remorse. What the fuck do we do with a guy like that? Because I feel they're not going to... Give you know it's not like he killed her, so he's obvious. And in New York, like he's not getting, you know, the death penalty for that. That's you know, and he, you know he wouldn't deserve it. He didn't kill her, but he, uh, you know, what's the jail time this guy's getting? Because he definitely deserves jail 
for a long ass time. Why the hell? Like, how could he not get, you know, a bunch of years in jail? But I know he probably won't. I know, he'll, you know, he'll probably be walking the street sooner rather than later. Like, you can't trust a dude like that. If it was like, all right, he was high on drugs or something, obviously he deserves to definitely still be punished if he were high on drugs. But it was the drugs doing it. He's got to go to rehab, this and that, whatever the hell they do. But this dude clearly wasn't, you know, sorry whatsoever. He literally stuck his fucking tongue out. After the fact. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I feel everyone's been talking about this. So I figured, uh, or I should say everyone. I've, uh, I've uh, seen this going around. I've, been, I've talked about it with some people. So I figure we read a little bit of the story. Because I actually haven't read too much of the story. I really just saw the video of him walking near this, you know, this guy walking near this woman uh, in the near the subway in New York City, and bam, he just smashes shit all over her face. Like, what the fuck? All right, let's see what this story says. I'll tell you, this mayor really needs to fix uh, the city. Apparently, you know, they got rid of De Blasio there. I don't live uh, in New York City, but I know people that do. No one liked De Blasio. They got this new mayor there. Apparently, he was uh, chief of police, and he keeps saying he's gonna fix the city since it's gotten so dangerous in the past couple years. So, hopefully he does. All right, so the story says, a man who smeared feces in a woman's face on subway platform is already back on New York City streets. All right, so see, I clearly didn't read the story. And I said, you know, I didn't read the the story. That's why I wanted to read it. He is already back on New York City streets. What the hell is this guy doing back on New York City streets? The, The mayor, you know, should speak out on this. Menace is released without bail. Without bail. Despite being arrested 44 times in the past and just weeks after threatening store employee with screwdriver during robbery. What the fuck? Alright, well, let's, let's look into this. I, with all that, are you kidding me? The man accused of smearing of smearing feces in a woman's face on the subway is already back out on New York City streets, a regular pattern of, for the criminal menace who has been arrested 44 times only to be released to terrorize another New Yorker. Is it, do, I really hope they, like, say why he was released because he does, like, doesn't sound like he deserves to be released. Just one week before the horrifying subway attack, Frank Abroqua probably pronounced that wrong, had a, had been arrested for alleged, allegedly threatening a hardware store employee with a screwdriver, but had been released without bail. The 37-year-old was also arrested on January 7th for allegedly punching a 30-year-old man on a subway platform on, at 125th Street and Lenox Avenue, and on February 5th for hitting a 53-year-old man at the Port Authority bus terminal. Oh, that's fucking... Great. That's where, you know, a ton of tourists go there. Um, yeah, well, maybe all these people deserve it. Man, we'll keep reading this story. Maybe, you know, he had good reason for doing this to all these people. Oh, there comes that noise. I'm sorry for you people that have to hear that. Um, but each time, thanks to New York's lax new bail reform laws, the career criminal did not have to 
post-bail and was released. Well, clearly they need to change those. From what I understand, New York City used to be very dangerous. Apparently, Rudy Giuliani fixed that city up to a good extent. I mean, there was always, there's always crime that goes on there. There's a ton of fucking people there. But he, he, he fixed it up a bit. And now in just the past couple years, it's getting dangerous again. I like they clearly need to uh, make some new laws there. And All right. Let's see. A few days after threatening the store employee during a robbery, Abroqua allegedly lunged at the woman at the East 241st Street subway station on February 21st, smearing feces on her face. Like, why? I, I think he just wants to see how much he can do until they would lock him up. He was arraigned Tuesday night on charges of forcible touching, menacing, disorderly conduct, and harassment, but once again he was released without bail. Of all the things for people to march in New York City about, you think the laxed laws there, the, the lax uh, bail reform laws, would be something for them to march about. You think they'd be marching, get rid of these. We are getting hurt. We are in danger. Uh, he was arraigned Tuesday night on... Oh, and I, I read that part. Uh, he was immediately taken into custody for allegedly threatening to murder a Jewish man in Brooklyn last September. He was arraigned in that case Wednesday night and given supervised release. Oh, man. Let's see. I really don't even feel the... um need to read too much of this story. I think we all kind of got the gist of it. Let's see. Go down a little bit, see what we have here. Okay, we got the mayor talking here. I'm not going to play this whole video kind of long, but I want to see what he has to say. We've been here before as a former transit police officer. I know what that system looks like filled with graffiti and uncertainty and afraid to use the system that you deserve to have. Today we are saying we're not going backwards. We're moving forward. So uh, this is uh, about his change to subway conditions with new safety plan. So this wasn't necessarily about the uh, one case I was just talking about. But I do want to know what he has to say because every time I like turn on the news someone's getting thrown onto the subway platform and we are rolling out the next phase of our operation which is our subway safety plan this plan is a real comprehensive plan of all of the team members that are coming together to deal with the complex problem of homelessness in our subway system that actually spills out onto our streets I say this about crime, and I'm going to say it again about homelessness, a decade of failure, that there are many rivers that feed the sea of homelessness, and we have to dam every river if we're going to address this issue. And that is what I'm going to do. The subway plan is a comprehensive... All right, now this is a long video. I'll play for another so many, 30 seconds or so, maybe a minute. Let's see if he starts to dig into how he's going to uh, fix these problems. But I don't know if anyone wa if he doesn't get into it. Check the video out, I guess, if you want to see it. 
I'll probably be checking it out later. Civic strategy that will do more than deal with a temporary fix. You can't put a Band-Aid on a cancerous sore. That is not how you solve the problem. You must remove the cancer and start the healing process. We would do this by investing in three areas, people, places, and policies. And it begins... All right, as soon as I heard people there, all I thought was SpongeBob with poop. People order our patties. Mine completely went off. I completely forgot about the subway problems for a second. Uh, let's see what else he's saying. Today with the people you see around me. This is an unprecedented team of people that are coming together and damming each river that they are in control of damming to stop the flow of feeding the sea. Department of Homeless Services, Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, NYPD, MTA, transit workers, and community-based providers all under one umbrella, the governor of the state of New York. And we cannot have a better person to be here to help us navigate this crisis we are facing. You stood with me in January, and I thank you for standing with us today to send the message that we are unified on having a safe, productive, affordable, reliable transit system. These are people with... I would really like to see it be safe first. We can worry about the other things after. Let's, let's worry about the safety first lived experiences that understands how we navigate and build the dams on these river because people are the key to connections and change. There are people who coordinate the cross agency's response that was needed of to turn back. All right, we're done with the uh, video. Uh, you know, like I said, it's a seven minute video. I'm not playing seven minutes on here. But yeah, if anyone wants to go check it out, it says here the video is called Adams Promises to Change Subway Conditions with New Safety Plan. I'll have to look a little more into that later. But yeah, <laughs> Subway, it's uh, getting pretty crazy in New York City. People are getting thrown onto uh, you know, the uh, tracks there. They are getting feces smushed in their face. Not a good time. Like, if you go to the city... If you're a tourist, I would recommend not taking the subway. Know where you're going? Go back. I guess you you know, got to watch out by the Port Authority and probably Penn Station too because this guy was uh, causing trouble in near the uh, Port Authority also, it says. That's crazy that the laws are so lax that he was in all this trouble. They caught him on camera putting shit into a woman's face. And he's already back on the streets. All right. That guy uh, clearly has got some mental problems. Uh, all right. See what the chat is here. TGY TV, Tim Gilby, Tatas. Love it. Got homeboy here. What's going on, homeboy? Not enjoying New York, but liking the West Coast. All right, honestly, I don't have, because I didn't think I was going to be able to uh, do my show today. I don't have a trivia for us today. I know, I know. Uh, I will, though, play real quick a Mike Montone 
promo, break the show up a little bit. I actually not only, I couldn't even do a trivia this week. I had nowhere to do a trivia this week. So, sorry about that. But enjoy Mike Montone's promo. He's a very entertaining person. Everyone should check his podcast out, The Savage Sack Tap. Here we go. All right, I've got with me radio producer, podcast host, porn connoisseur, my friend Mike Montone. I want to talk with Mike today because I'm really not a fan of podcasts. I find most of them to be really boring and dull. However, I really like Mike's. It's called The Savage Sack Tap. He's everywhere you can listen to podcasts, so go rate him five stars on Apple Podcasts or download him anywhere else, and go to his YouTube page, Mike Montone. You could get the live stream of the podcast there. We'll give him full plugs at the end. But anyway, I wanted him to uh, come on to talk about his podcast so you guys could get a little taste of what you'd get on the show. All right, Mike Montone, I want to start this conversation off by asking you a little bit about the live stream of your podcast. I like the live stream. Anything can happen, and if you mess up, you can't edit it out. But for those that only listen to recorded podcasts, what could you say that would bring them over to the live stream? Well, you know what we do first. Uh, nope. What do we do first? We start the show with big tits right next to my head. Well, if there is one thing I like better than Mike Montone said, it's big tits next to Mike Montone said. So you can either look at me in my snazzy new glasses, or you can look at the, uh, the big ass titties that we got up on screen for you. I think I'll stick with the titties for now. However, it is good to know that if I need a change, you and those snazzy glasses will be there. Thank you very much. Of course, Mike. No thanks needed. Now, those big tits you were talking about, you said you start the show off with them. But once they go away, how can you get people to stay till the end of the show? What do we do when we get to the end uh, the end of the show? We put a big fat set of tits on the screen. Damn, you really got this live stream thing figured out, don't you? Now, before changing subjects, if you take requests... Can we see some Lisa antits on the live stream? Oh yeah, we're doing it. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about some of the interesting guests you've had on your show. I've seen you've had the household name JT the Twink on your show. I am Mike Montone. I'm joined, of course, by my brother JT the Twink. Oh damn, Mike, you didn't inform me we were going to be joined by JT the Twink today. While you're here, JT, I actually have a quick question for you. I saw when you farted and destroyed Mike's bathroom and he screamed in agony. Here, actually, I'm going to play the scream real quick. Now, I'm a big food person, JT the Twink, especially pork roll. I love pork roll. So, my question for you is, what did you eat that could have caused that atomic explosion? And I ate, I had a a co-worker of mine made uh, keto Big Macs for us. So, we had that for lunch and I had, I had two or three of them. And uh, you can imagine what it smells like in that bathroom. That was fucking foul. JT, the twink, you monster. Remind me to never share a bathroom with you. But anyway, that's enough talking about JT, the twink's smelly-ass farts. I actually gotta get back to my show, so I'm closing up this conversation now. So to everyone that's listening, if you liked hearing Mike, subscribe to his YouTube channel, Mike Montone. You can watch his clips on there and his live stream. And subscribe to the Savage Sack Tab anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple, give him five stars and leave him a review. Now, Mike, you have content on a bunch of different platforms, so let everyone know where they can find you. Anytime you think of big tits, think to yourself, you know what? I should also check out some of Mike's content. Best way to do that, hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends. Tell them about the place where you can come see a podcast by a guy in a a Cole Hamels Chugs Cock baseball t-shirt. You can see big tits. We're talking about the issues of the day and salivating over huge tits. My, isn't that a fun thing to do? 
uh, social media, you check me out, facebook.com slash the savage crew, Twitter at Mike Montone, Instagram at Gary underscore Moiler, M-O-Y-L-E-R. All the links are there in the, uh, in the description. Uh, meatheadmedia.com is my website. You can find that on, uh, on the internet is where you can find that. And uh, I have YouTube, YouTube page. If you're not watching the stream on YouTube, you can, uh, you can also check it out on, uh, on YouTube. Again, spread it, share it with, uh, with your friends. We've, we've got huge tits. Everyone likes big tits. Catch you guys later. Adios. Everyone does like big tits. All right, everyone. Go subscribe to him. And Mike, thanks for joining me on the Frankie D. Damn, it cut off on me there. All right, we're back. Again, just reiterating what I just said in that promo. Everyone, go listen to uh, the Savage Sack Tap after you're done listening to this episode of the Frankie D Show. Extremely funny on YouTube. He live streams there. He live streams on Friday nights at 8 p.m. His uh, YouTube page is just called Mike Montone. And his podcast on all the audio platforms like Spotify, Podbean, Apple, uh, Google, all those is the Savage Sack Tap. So everyone, go listen. TGYTV Tim Govey said, I get it, ha ha ha, that was funny, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> but now time to get back to my show. Damn, I guess I'm just talking, I'm talking about all different sorts of stuff today. This, my, this next uh, subject actually, though, leads into the next one. So, the next thing I want to talk about is Amanda Bynes. Now, that's a name we don't, I feel we don't hear too much anymore. When I was younger, man, she was popular. You know, she had the Amanda show. I think she was on all that, right? Yeah, she was on all that. Uh, the Amanda show is where she got really big. Then she made people on her show big. She had Drake Bell and Josh Peck on her show. And the people that played, I don't even know what their names are in real life. Uh, their parents, Andrake and Josh, they were also on the Amanda show. And yeah, she just kind of uh, went crazy. Actually, okay, I shouldn't say she went crazy after the Amanda show. She was on What I Like About You, uh, some sort of sitcom. What other shows was she on? I don't even know. She was in some movies. And then after a while, she went crazy. I don't know. I think uh, from what I remember, she has bipolar. She's bipolar. So, yeah, she, she started, you know, having some problems. Now, after the whole Britney Spears thing, I guess now, she figures it's her time to uh, try, you know, try to make some changes. So, Britney Spears, you know, she wanted her conservatorship to end. Everyone said it should have ended. It appears it should have ended. Britney Spears seems to... It seems like, you know, she should be able to take care of her own money. Now, from what I've seen over the years with Amanda Bynes, I don't know what she's exactly like now. But she did seem to have uh, some problems going on there where it's like, all right, this chick probably does need a uh, conservatorship. I I really, you know, I don't know what happened with her. She was so talented. I, I mean, you know, as a kid, I, you know, I liked her. I liked her. Uh, I thought she was hot for a long time. I don't think that no more. She got some weird tattoo on her face now. I don't know. Uh, I liked the Amanda show when I was a little kid. I think at least. <laughs> I like Drake and Josh that came after that. So I see this video that comes out on her the other day. It says Amanda Bynes' parents support her in ending her conservatorship. 
as she asks Judge to terminate arrangement after nearly a decade. Now, does that mean they didn't want all the, um, they're her parents. Does that mean they didn't want all the attention like Britney Spears' dad wanted? Or do they actually believe that she is, uh, fine enough? Because if she is, you know, good enough, do this really need to be broadcasted publicly? Maybe they're, you know, I don't know. It sounds like she was trying to put her parents on blast to me or something or, uh, or she's trying to put, maybe not her pitch, she's trying to put someone on blast. I don't know, maybe just because of how big it got with Britney Spears, though. She was like, oh, I need to make this uh, big. This could definitely get some attention back on me. I don't know what her deal is. I remember she, uh, very young, retired from acting, and then I had heard, I don't, you know, not that long ago, before COVID, but that she was going to get back into acting, and then all of a sudden, Never saw from uh, her again. So, uh, let's see what this article has to say about her. Amanda Bynes' parents, Lynn and Rick Bynes, support her efforts to end her conservatorship of nearly a decade. I wonder how big of a process that is. Because, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, what do they mean by they support her, you know, wanting to... Uh, and she asks, they support her ending it, but like, I don't know, wouldn't they just end it? Like, you have to have support to end that? I, I don't know, I guess, I don't know anything about conservatorship, so I don't know how it uh, works, really. The 35-year-old actress who has long suffered from various mental health issues formally requested the termination of her conservatorship by recently filing paperwork at the Ventura County Superior Court. Now, if they deny it, like, can they deny it, one? And if they do, isn't that when the parents would say, no, we support this? Let's see. Now her lawyer, David A. Esquiba, don't know if I pronounced that right, uh, has said her parents agree with her that she has made significant progress in managing her bipolar disorder. When the arrangement first began in 2013, after Amanda's breakdown, it was her mother Lynn who was appointed, who was appointed her conservator. Since then, Amanda has remained on good terms with her parents, which Escobar uh, pointed out is a stark contrast from Britney Spears' relationship with her own father and former conservator Jamie Spears, as well as with the rest of her family. Damn, all of the. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, compare and contrasting of Britney Spears, I feel, with this. Honestly, this doesn't seem to be making too much headlight, I feel. I feel like I haven't heard too much about this. But, I, you know, I heard a little bit. thought it was worth talking about. Bynes, is, uh, Bynes also filed a capacity declaration Tuesday as California requires all conservatorship cases to have updated files about a conservative's mental state from their physician, psychologist, or religious healing practitioner. Damn, her mom looks so much older than her. I wonder what age her mom had her at. Because uh, in this picture here, this was from 2002, this picture, and her mom already looks like a grandmother here, and she looks pretty young. Uh, Hearing on the matter has been placed on the court docket at the end of March. 
I, we, there's a quick video here. I'll play this quick video of uh, Amanda talking. Man, she looks so incredibly different. She's got this stupid heart tattoo on her face. She's got uh, one of those nose rings. I don't even know what they're called. The ones that uh, they're not on like the side of your nose. Like they start on one side, they go down towards your lip and back up like a half circle. Hair is different color. Gain some weight. She just looks completely different. Feel bad for her, though. Sounds like she's had a rough uh, life there with her uh, mental problems. Uh, let's see what she's got to say. Mob, shout out to the lords and the gods. Oh, uh, she's singing some song. With the mob, shout out to the lords and the gods. In love with my because she buy my ice like the stars. I told them oh. to cover your... Oh, oh, she's rapping. I didn't realize. I thought she was going to talk about the conservatorship. Her eyes, because smoking with me is go blind. She's losing her mind. We kissed her right, Dosha and Blanc. I'm missing my to go blind. Oh, jeez. I might start having some mental problems now after watching that. Oh, man. Let's see. Um, I went down a little bit. A year after a conservatorship began with her parents assuming control of her affairs, Amanda raised concerns when she tweeted, uh-oh, uh-oh, when she tweeted that her father had been verbally and physically abusive to her during her childhood years. She also accused him of being insensuous towards her. Well, that's not good. Her parents denied the allegations, and Amanda quickly changed her tune with an equally concerning tweet. Oh, this can't be good. My dad never did any of those things. She tweeted, well, that doesn't sound like an equally concerning tweet. That sounds good. She's... You know, admitting she lied. Uh-oh, here's where it gets bad. Oh, boy. The microchip in my brain made me say those things. But he's the one that ordered me, that ordered them to me. Blah. But he's the one that ordered them to microchip me. Oh, boy. This is where she was going crazy. In 2019, Vines checked into a mental health facility following a relapse. Well, yeah, after a tweet like that, the microchip in my brain made me say those things. Yeah, she probably uh, should be in a mental health facility. This chick needs like a podcast or something. I want to hear what she's got to say. Get her as a guest on mine. The former child star had planned a Hollywood comeback in 2018, and that decision contributed to her relapse. It was reported at the time. Damn, so she was like, all right, time to get back out there, make some money, have some fun. Nope, can't do that, got to relapse. Oh, man. During a Paper Magazine interview, the actress admitted that she had slipped into a depression after filming She's the Man. I went into a deep depression for four to six months because I didn't like how I looked when I was a boy, she confessed. I never told any, I never told anything that, uh, probably anyone it's supposed to be. Amanda's character in the teen rom-com saw her play a teen girl dressing in drag to pose as her brother to allow her to join her college soccer team. Now, what does that mean that she didn't like how she looked when she was a boy? Does that mean she didn't think she was a good-looking boy? Because it's like, well, you're not supposed to be a good-looking boy. You're a girl. Or did she think when she looked like a boy that she looked too much like a boy? And she was like, why do I look so much like a boy? It's like, well, because you were in character and you were supposed to look like a boy. Who knows? Oh, uh, go down a little bit. I definitely abused Adderall. I feel like I, I feel I know what one out of ten people abuse Adderall. 
I know so many people that have used that shit. I definitely abused Adderall, she said, recalling how she read a magazine article called The New Skinny Pill around the time she was filming Hairspray in 2007. Honestly, I gotta be honest with you. I know, like, for the reason she just said that, I know people that have, like, also, I guess, abused it because of that same reason. One dude I know, he actually lost a lot of weight from it. Don't condone it. It's just, I didn't even know that was a thing until then. Um, the star said she would chew her Adderall tablets in her trailer because she thought she got higher that way. Man, this chick had, uh, some life here. I, I'm skipping down through a lot of the article here. This one says Amanda Bynes. There's a vid- another video here. Amanda Bynes speaks out on her difficult conservatorship case. Let's see what she's got to say here. Hey, y'all. I want to say thank you guys so much for your support. The fact that you've been rooting You're welcome. for me for years means more than you know. Today, I want to talk about a controversy. See, this looks... She's holding the phone up, but this seems so scripted, just the way she's talking. Like, wait, let's, let's replay that a little bit. Hey, y'all. I want to say thank you guys so much for your support. The fact that you've been rooting for me for years means more than you know. Just the, I don't know, the fact that when she said means more than you know. Like, I don't know. It just seems so scripted there. Like, I, I just want her to turn the camera on. Just talk from the heart, girl. Today, I want to talk about a controversial topic. My conservatorship case. Ooh, very controversial. I have been going to a treatment center that charges 5200 a month. That's a There's lot. no reason why I shouldn't go to a therapist who takes my insurance for $5,000 less a month. Sure. This is why I've asked to see the judge next week regarding this conservatorship issue. Thank you guys so much for hearing me out. I'm sorry that this is what I'm dealing with, and I'm sorry to put my problems onto the internet, but this is what life has come to. So thank you guys so much for always supporting me. Love you all. Peace out. Appreciate your love and support. Love you guys. Bye. All right, so uh, so I guess the conservatorship is making her go to a very expensive uh, therapist. And they won't let her go to a cheaper one. That's what it sounds like to me. And if that's the case, if she wants to keep going to therapy, but she just wants to go to a reasonable therapist, then yes, the conservatorship should end. Um, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know anything about conservatorships. Don't know really anything about hers besides that she wants it to end. But seems like uh, fair enough, especially if the parents are saying that they, you know, they support it ending, then let's end it. Let's see, uh, what's this video here now with Britney Spears? Oh, just her. All right, that's all uh, I've got to say about, um, about the Amanda Bynes thing. I mean, again, I haven't, like, seen her name in, well, I shouldn't say I haven't seen him forever. Every couple years, I feel she pops up here and there. Like, I remember, it said 2018, I remember when I saw, like, a video or something saying, Amanda Bynes is coming back, and I'm like, I can't even picture her in a movie anymore. You know, what would she be in? Would she do comedies again? I think she's just got to, uh, well, I mean, I guess she's been focusing for years now on trying to make herself, uh, you know, get herself healthy, but it sounds like she does just, you know, she got to just focus on that. It It is crazy looking at her, how different she looks. When I was younger, I mean, she was, you know, she's older than me. When I was younger, I thought she was so good looking now I'm like you're almost unrecognizable I wouldn't say completely unrecognizable like I could still tell that's her but that is not the same uh, Amanda Bynes that I had a crush on when I was younger alright 
Let's see. Uh, wow, we got some chats coming in here. All right, so uh, homeboy, she, um, homeboy, make saying some stuff. I don't know if that's true. Um, TGY TV Tim Go. We said she's ew now. Too bad she was hot. Uh, let's see. Homeboy wants. Okay, I'm not reading all these. There's a lot. And Mr. A, thank you for coming by. He said, she's always been funny looking to me. Well, not to me. I don't know. I thought she was good looking when she was younger. I don't even remember, besides the Amanda show, what I, I, I guess it was what I like about you that came after. Because when the Amanda show was on, I wasn't really going like, wow, this chick is so freaking hot. But I guess it, what, uh, what I like about you came out. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't even really watch that show. I don't know. I just saw her on TV and thought she was hot. But uh, what you going to do? Well, guess it doesn't matter to Mr. A either way then. Now, I said before that my next topic is going, you know, the, that last one kind of just goes on to this one. So this one's about Britney Spears. Now, this doesn't really have to do about her. Uh, has nothing really to do with her conservatorship. I don't think it does, at least. I have an article on her here. We'll we'll see if there's anything to do with the conservatorship. But she has been posting a lot of nudies lately. So I thought this was something worth uh, checking out. So I, I don't really know why she's been posting them. Uh, you know, I she's posting them with, like, not blurs. I think they were, like, fake, you know, like, animated diamonds in front of them. I'm like, girl, just... Just go all out. I don't know. I, I want, you know, if you, don't tease us that much. If you're going to go like that naked on the internet where you're just putting little diamonds, you know, in in front of your nipples and stuff, don't, you know, don't tease us that much. Just, just go fully naked. I don't know. Personally, I've seen, the, I, you know, I've looked at these the pictures already. I, I'd bang her. I'd bang her in her prime and I'd bang her now, honestly. I am just very curious. I say I'm very curious a lot. I am just very curious why she's posting so many nudies. Curious what her family thinks about it. What you know? What her, uh, you know, the whole family, sister, parents, what they think about it. She has kids. What do her kids think about this? I would always think that about like Kim Kardashian. Also, it's like, and Kim honestly, she wouldn't even put it. Uh, blurs or anything in a lot of those they're just straight up naked pictures it's like aren't you like afraid that your kids are going to be like mom that's gross ew i don't know and it's not like well i don't know about Brittany, but it's you know in terms of kim kardashian it's not like she doesn't have money she doesn't need to be putting those out there i guess she just wanted the attention but i don't know Brittany making money from these pictures, or is she just trying to get attention, or is she just like, hey, I want to show off my body? All right, let's see what uh, let's see what the article says. Britney Spears leaves nothing to the imagination as she shares full frontal nude snap, and uh, free women energy has never felt better. All right, let's get into this. Sorry again about this noise here. This noise. Has been coming in and out this whole show. Wish I could fix it, but 
I can't until I get a better uh, studio space. All right, so Britney Spears posted a full frontal uh, naked selfie to her Instagram, declaring in the caption, free woman energy has never felt better. The 40-year-old pop star shared the image that showed her taking a photo while posting in the mirror of her glamorous walk-in closet to her more than 38 million Instagram followers on Thursday. In the snap, the singer wore just a white lace choker around her neck and matching thigh-high stockings without anything else on. Yeah, now she's naked here. No underwear, just uh, an animated heart in front of that and an animated flower over one of her nipples and her arms covering the other nipple. Um, to cover her modesty and abide by Instagram's community guidelines, Brittany used a pink flower and pink heart emoji to obscure parts of her completely nude body. All right, so here's the thing, Brittany. Here's what I figured out. I'm not a big social media guy, but even I figured this one out. Twitter does not have those same guidelines. Therefore, no need for emojis over there. Give Twitter a check. You know, check Twitter out. If that's why you're putting the emojis in front, you don't need to worry about uh, the guidelines over on Twitter. Uh, currently, Instagram does not allow nudity on its site, with a few exceptions, including photos of post mastectomy. Oh God, I shouldn't be able to. I shouldn't be mispronouncing that word. Uh, scarring and women actively breastfeeding. Uh, it's not the first time Britney has shown a semi-naked portraits of herself, having previously gone topless on a number of other occasions over the last few months. Yeah, these last few months, Britney's really been putting it out there. I don't know, maybe she uh, should start monetizing this. I don't know, maybe it's just a hobby. She just enjoys getting naked. I need to find out. I saw the ones yesterday, they were on a beach. I need to find out what beach this chick goes to. But while fans had previously expressed their concern on past images, Brittany has now begun to disable the comments on her Instagram posts, meaning users are unable to share their thoughts underneath the uploads. She's like, just let me get naked and enjoy the pictures. Will you guys shut the hell up? Um, let's see. However, the... Wait, let's see. Uh, however, the post certainly caused a stir and was immediately shared by rapper The Game. Real name... Uh, is that Jason? Spelled a weird way? <laughs> Terrell Taylor. Uh, we're just gonna call him The Game. The Game42 posted the same image to his 12.1 million followers with the caption, Free to Gang. Not concerned by the drama, Brittany later declared that she was the proud owner of her first high-waisted bathing suit and took to Instagram to model her new sexy, uh, her sexy new bikini. And here's her in that bikini. Now, let's see. Yeah, she's just got a bunch of pictures here of her, like, smushing her boobs together. Um, Where's the ones from the beach? Let's see if there's a, another one here. Because she was like... Pfft. Is this it? 
Yeah, Britney Spears goes naked again as she strips off completely nude on the beach. So, she's... I said, There's this picture here. I'll describe it to you people. I know we're all audio here. There's a picture here, you know, in the shallow water at the beach. She's like doggy style. Can't see a nipple, but you see the her like the sides of her boobs there. And there's a diamond emoji covering uh, her butt there. Then we go down. And she's in the shallow water still. And this time she's on her back. And she's got diamond emojis over her nipples. You could even see a little bit of her of her nipple, but her boobs are fully out there completely. You could see exactly how big her boobs are here. Isn't it interesting? You know how you get ri- like you get rid of those diamond emojis and bam, so much problem, but full boobs are out there. And, uh, she's got diamond emojis as nipples and that that's no problem. And a guy, obviously, you know, we, we go on the beach all the time without shirts it's interesting. Now, she has no bottoms on in this picture either. What, was this like a private beach or something? Or is she just like, hey guys, enjoy my naked pictures. Um, Next one here. Now she's on her side in the shallow water looking at the camera. Boobs are facing you. Again with the diamond emojis over the nipples. And there is a diamond emoji over her vagina. Go down a little bit about the same thing. Now we got this one here. Hope you guys are enjoying my descriptions. We got this one here of her smushing her boobs together with, again, diamond emojis in front of the nipples. Oh, now this last one, she doesn't even give the diamond emojis a shot. She just has her hands covering her nipples. Same with the one below that and below that. Oh, this last one here, not showing us, like, anything. Her back's turned to us, and she's just got her bikini bottom on. Ugh. Um. Let's see, go down some more, like, the past ones. Oh, this one, it looks like she's got shells now over her nipples. But not emojis, like, real shells that she found on the beach. Can't see her head, actually, in this one. No head. Shells over her nipples and bikini bottom on. And I think that is about it for the nudies in her beach nudies. So is this supposed to be like a photo shoot? It doesn't look like it. It looks like she just took naked pictures on the beach. What beach was this at? Gotta start visiting this place. Um, Getaway with her fiancé. Well, where's the getaway at? I don't know, it's just saying beach. I guess she probably doesn't want people to know, but I wonder if anyone was, like, walking by, and they're like, oh, my God, a freaking naked chick on the beach. Like, should we call the cops? And then they keep walking, and they're like, wait, is, is that Britney Spears naked? I don't even know what it If I was walking a random beach, and I just saw Britney Spears naked, I don't even know what I would do. I'd be like, nope, I, I don't even know what I would do. Be like, well, this seems like an odd enough situation where we might be able to become friends out of this. Probably not, though. All right, that's all I got to say about Brittany. I just, <laughs> I, don't know, I've, I found that very funny that she's just been posting a bunch of naked pictures these last few months. And then, you know, I saw these, I don't know, a night or two ago, and 
just fall out naked on the beach. Anyone could see her. All right. Let's see what you guys got to say. Mr. A said, Brittany is way hotter than Amanda. And TGY TV Tim Gilby said, I actually agree with you on something, Mr. A. Hello, she posted a video a few days back as well. Yeah. Well, go check uh, Amanda, not Amanda, go check Britney Spears out. <laughs> See what she's got going on there. Alrighty. Well, that is uh, all I got planned for today. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm going to be heading out now. I just want to reiterate what I said in the beginning of the show. I got some stuff going on at my house where, or where I live, I should say. Um, where I won't be able to, I don't know exactly if I'll be able to do this live every uh, week. So, sorry about that if I have to miss a week or two. I'm going to try to keep up with it, but if I don't, just apology just apologizing in advance. So make sure, get into the plugs now. Make sure you are subscribed to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Click, ding the bell, click the thumbs up, do what you gotta do there. So, especially if I can get on, but it's like a half hour later, an hour late or something. At least you'll be able to get the notification, you know I'm on. At least that's how it's supposed to work. If um, you're listening on... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening. Make sure you subscribe to me there. Keep listening to the episodes. And uh, if you want to follow the, the Frankie D Show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So you just got to remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. All right. Sorry I had no trivia this week. Uh, everyone here, homeboy, TGY, TV, Tim Gilvey, Mr. A, I appreciate you guys, as always. Alright, I'm out. Hopefully I will be back next Friday at 3pm. If not, I am sorry. Alright, I'll catch you guys. Peace.